Hello, welcome to Us Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. I'm joined by my Monday night co-host and worldwide premiere live streaming caster, Dan. How are you, Dan? Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm I'm just I'm living my best life. I'm being my best self. Um, and I may have inhaled a lot of resin from cleaning up miniatures over the last little while. So yeah, I'm I'm in a good place. I I may see through time and into the future because I probably got high on the amount of uh, paint fumes and glue fumes that I've been ingesting. But that's good. That's great. It's just going to make me more creative. Yeah, love to hear that. Love to that. Okay, well, good. I'm glad you're here. Uh, hello, everyone. This is the Age Sigma Monday show, recorded live on a Monday night at 7 p.m. If you listen to the podcast, stay hydrated. Uh, and of course, we're supported by everyone on Patreon, etc., etc. Uh, so please do like and subscribe. So, uh, me and Dan today, a couple of things. We're going to go through the news. And the news today, as Age of Sigma fans, is prodigious. I'm just off Ooh, the back baby. of. I'm just off the back of already recording, kind of like a trug deep dive. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, but me and Dan will be talking about that uh, to kick us off. Uh, but main... we don't need to. We don't need to deep dive, though, do we, Rob? We can splish splash in the shallow end of Trug because Trug, Trug has enough for everybody. Like you can, you can splish splash or you can deep dive. Trug's got the love. Trug is a Trug is such so weird, man. Like I can't yeah. wait to talk about it. We'll talk about it in a second. And then um, so Trug, and then. Uh, but the main point of today's show is I need to get some stuff off my test about battle tactics. Uh, Dan is hopefully going to be able to cool me down. And then at the end of this, uh, we're going to we're going to produce uh, some new battle tactics for Age of Sigma. Uh, if anyone listened to the show a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the battle tactics, uh, the romance battle tactics. Um, mm. And so we're mm -hmm. going to be going through those. So we're, we're going to be talking about the problem of battle tactics and I guess other stuff in Age of Sigma at the moment. We're talking about that later. But we're not going to leave you without a solution. Mm. None of this. We're not doing half a job. We're not Nathan. Who is missing today? <laughs> What has Nathan only finished half a job? Okay, so the backstory is, uh, we, as you know, the TSN Arena, which is where the Honest War Gamer is recorded, uh, which is where we hold live events. Uh, we uh, have only had the top half of a building, and then we've taken over kind of the bottom quarter of the mm. front of the building and the downstairs part. We've so we've upgraded from having eight tables to twelve tables. Dan, pretty exciting time for okay. me. Exciting yeah. time for everyone. So then this weekend we booked in a a 12 table doubles event so that's 48 people yeah 24 teams 48 people huge news now the downstairs toilet has needed some work past couple of months i've been like nathan nathan are you coming over to do it he's like no problem i'm i didn't worry about it my friend i've got this i got that did you, did you uh, i'm in berlin this weekend though Okay, all right, okay, what, what? He's, oh, no, this weekend, no, I'm in a field, we're dressing as bunnies, and we're doing mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but what about during the week? Uh, and then, so then, um, last week, or the week, sorry, the week before last week, I messaged him, I was like, next week, the toilet, Nathan, he's like, I'm on it. Because otherwise, we've only got the one cubicle and a couple of urinals upstairs. I was like, that's a lot of heavy for, use for 48 for, I was people. about to say, the thing about the thing about a ward early tournament, and I love all of the beautiful people uh, that go to ward early tournaments. If you get into that washroom, and you're not like in there in the first hour, it's like a bomb site. Oh no way, no way, not what I do. I'm in there every person after with Febreze. I'm in there. Oh, you, do, you yeah. know what you need, Rob? Is you need like like I've been to clubs here where there's a no. I am. I am there. that guy. 
I am do him. You also, do you have a selection of deodorants and colognes as well, where you're like, sir, may I? Like, this will uh, this will really enhance your game if you smell along the same lines. Yeah. Well, so it's slightly too more too it's slightly too small for me to set up shop in there, which is something I will be planning on doing to help monetize the venue. Obviously, in a few months' time. Uh, I'll be in there and I'll be like, no spray, no play, et cetera, et cetera. Is, uh... <laughs> a poo caddy. What, that's what you need is a poo caddy. Excuse me, sir. Might I suggest the three ply? It sounds like you had a particularly rough one in there. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then um, <laughs> the toilet needed doing and then Nathan came thundering in. He messaged me. He's like, like on Wednesday, I was like, oh, what day are you coming in? It's getting, cutting a bit fine. He's like, oh, no, I'm not doing, no, not this week, my friend. Maybe next week, my friend. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, no. And I explained to him, I was like, Nathan, 48 people. Do you understand what's going to happen? He's like, oh, no. Anyway, I thought that's it. I'm going to have to. I put a sign up on the door. Do not enter. Uh, and then he comes thundering in Friday night. Okay. Because the floor needed sorting, basically. need leveling out. He comes thundering in Friday night. He's like, I'm on it. I was like, what the hell is that? I've got three and a half hours. I'm going to do this. I was like, oh, my God. What a hero. In the last minute, in the dying breaths. Yeah. And he's like dripping with sweat. It's already sweat. It's already a hot day. And then he just starts working. I'm like, this is why builders get paid so much money. Because they are relentless workhorses. No one can stop yep. them. Anyway, I hear banging. Bang, bang. I'm like, oh, my God. It's amazing. Comes back up. Not. 10 minutes later and he goes all right my friend i've smashed all of the floorboards it's got they're gone i was like okay and he goes it's fucked can't do it no i don't have time i must go yeah <laughs> and they just left <laughs> he just left i love that he comes in and he's like okay so i broke everything yep. why and you're like wait but that wait no what <laughs> yeah 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 so right. smashed up all the boards left so uh so i had to be like i said to people i was like don't go in there and then one guy one guy came up and he said oh i don't think i got the briefing about not going in there but that is that is really not okay i was like i know i told you don't go in there's a sign on the door that says don't go in anyway it's being fixed next week when we've got like 12 people coming to the arena i was like 12 people i'll like they can crap in my hands i'll carry it outside that's nothing (laughs) that's it's a stress at 12 people it's good it's a beta test it's a yeah, beta yeah. test of the bog. Yeah, beta, you need. the bog beta test. Anyway, so that's yep. Nathan. But, Dan, how have you been? What have you been up to? Ooh, I've been good. Um, I've just been hustling my little way through freelancing because we're still waiting for those strikes to uh, to get resolved, which is, you know, that's just the way that things are. It, uh, it hurts my little soul. But at the same time, folks deserve to be paid fairly for their efforts and they deserve to be able to make a living. So I, I'm also not going to give... Not against anybody who is striking for for good work conditions and fair pay, um, but what it has meant is that there's a lot of work from home and a lot like like it's it's a hobby renaissance for me a little mm. bit um, because I've just I, I my my break uh, is is doing some war dollies uh, but this is this is a little a personal thing mm-hmm. uh, can we get can we say personal things like it's got really, really yeah. Got, yeah. Not much to do with war dollies, except that I'm excited please, about please, building. Please tell and me. Painting. Please tell me. But I've I've lost uh, I've lost 25 kilos. Uh, since, wow. Yeah. Where's yeah. You? I done. Uh, Are you looking for I've it? Done, or? <laughs> I've, I've, I, yeah. I've, like the thing is, it's it's the lower half of me. 
um it's just gone uh, i woke up and i was like oh fuck where are my knees um no i i i, I realized at the start of the year i was like oh i've i've packed it on a bit like i went back to see the family in australia and my family are, are beautiful human beings um and uh and we absolutely overindulged and then uh, i can remember just just getting a little like uh, from my brother a little cheeky one about it and i came back and i was like yeah maybe i should i should start to exercise a little bit more and it's just it's done good so uh so yeah i'm uh, so to everybody out there who who let themselves go whether it was hobby like not doing enough hobby or painting or building or playing or uh, or maybe the other side as well like maybe you hit the beers uh, so hard that the beers hit you back around the middle, uh, and you know what? It's it's fine. It's fine. Nothing you can't change. But uh, but I've been uh, I've been converting in my warhammer. Well, you've been converting. Yeah. Uh, you've been converting fat into energy. Is what you've been doing, Dan. I've been converting like a legend. Be- that's it. I've been converting fat into war dollies. That's that's where <laughs> the energy comes from. So uh, so I took steel helms and I've been bastardizing them into my uh, into my beasts kind of stuff. Uh, Fantastic. So covered in covered in filth and skull masks and all that and my bellicor is an old resin bellicor and he's going to be riding on top of a smashed penumbral engine there so wow. just, just you know get, getting the getting the beasties in a good place wait so, and it's, so, so, it's, it's, a, so it's a beast of chaos army themed around the cities of sigma is that what we're seeing yeah so the the theme being that basically like a, a bellicor kind of tempted a, a human crusade off the beaten path into a forest and when they came back out they were beastly wild men uh and uh and yeah uh and so they that's my my vibe is my my what hunters of the wilds uh so that's they're, they're getting there i've got once i finish bellacore I, all i have left to do is a, a big monster and then convert up a malevolent maelstrom and i'm good wow well done that's an impressive hobby. I, have, I think i think i've got five and a half weeks to paint it all for an event nice so, that's 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 where I live. I live in a in a uh, a full a muddy full Technicolor dream at the moment, okay. uh, and my my fingers are constantly glued together because I bought the wrong kind of super glue, and it's <laughs> very thin and it it sets very fast and it sets hot weirdly. I think it's called cryolite. I'm not sure. Anyway, I keep gluing my fingers together because uh, it's so thin it just it goes i'll be holding like stuff and i'm like not even thinking about it and then i'll glue these like my bottom two fingers together because okay. a drip will have run down and into that crease and then those two fingers anyway it's fine it's good um okay. and the beautiful thing about converting this army is that it's a beast of chaos army but if i ever want it to be a cities of sigmar army boy, it's a cities of sigmar army as well that is good that's exactly what you want like legitimately that's what you want dual uh, duties yeah yeah dual duties uh thanks to nubgun but dan i'm really excited to show so, see some photos when you do finish it off so mm. please do keep us updated because that sounds really exciting what have you been on what uh you been working on? well i just want to update everyone nathan's not here because he's moving house this weekend uh also he's obviously avoiding me uh and <laughs> uh and the toilet situation uh, and also someone asked for a james powell update a lot of people don't know this so James obviously uh, was on the show all the time. Love James to pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, so I think it's about time we let it out that James did go to Turkey. So a lot of people don't know this, but James did go to Turkey to get a hair transplant uh, sorted out. So I think it's finally growing in. So we may see the return of James at some point, hoping the... that with a full yeah. head of hair. With a full head of hair, Dan. 
the danger was uh, it may have been growing down into the brain, uh, and at that point it it might take over him. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's, that's the real concern that you've got to have there is that if it grows up, great. If it grows down, you end up with some kind of like hair zombie situation. And no one wants that. No one no, wants that. No. no one wants that. So, but hopefully we'll see him return. But I just wanted to let let everyone know where our co-hosts are. Nathan's moving house into his forever home. I think is the kind of plan down which is kind of cute like yeah, if we're yeah. honest uh and as for for hobby uh i was lucky enough i ran a one day event on friday i ran a doubles mm-hmm. event this weekend with like 40 people yep. they were it was amazing there were loads of new people at the one day or weirdly um they've never been to an event before i think we had like 10 people and i think like five of them had never been to an event before and i was like and, and there's always those of personal responsibility there like got to make sure they have a good time got to make sure they understand mm. that it's fun you know and that they can engage and it's really cool i kept putting chess cocks yeah. on the table i was like look at a chess cock how not scary is it touch it just touch it a bit and they're like yeah. oh i was like tap it they're like that's fun i was like nice. <laughs> yeah. nice i think that's that's a big thing for me is like once like you just you just once you approach it once you approach it you're like oh this isn't scary you're like no no this it's not fine. scary it's only scary if you can't play your game in an hour and a half exactly then it's a scary thing it's a yeah. scary thing if you can't if you need like two two and a half hours to play your half of a game of war dollies otherwise it's a beautiful thing it's tactile it makes a lovely satisfying thunk every time you press it and you get to watch numbers go down in a linear fashion it's so Great. good it's so good well um uh so that was good and then other than that so while the friday event was happening i was able to like uh just work through my steel helm so i think i built 40 steel helms which is nice and i built the warforger and i built the Mm -hmm. marshal um uh so i've built all the characters and stuff and and the and everything and then i've got the cavalry to do in the future but that's not for now Mm -hmm. uh which is fun uh and then i picked myself up uh steel uh no hexbane's hunters uh, which I'm really excited about, and I put yeah. um, I put on order. I put the Van Dents on order, and I think mm. I'm also gonna put Gotrek on order. And I have built my Yinastra because I'm gonna use her as an ally in the army as well, or Yindastra, or whatever, however you say it. Yin- Yindastra over uh, the Prime, you reckon? Um, yes, because she she makes Cities of Sigmar models wholly within 12 inches immune to battle shock, mm. and she's yeah. quite cheap. Um, so yep. I'm like, like all of these things are kind of like my, my list is fairly settled around like 1600 points. So I've got like mm. 400 points of like sw- wiggle room. Yeah. And, like, and is and there I, go on. dog boys in it? Uh, dog boys are the, also in the wiggle room. So we're talking about the, gotcha. cool. uh, the, 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 the to be released Warcry Warband. Yeah. So they're in the wiggle room category. So my wiggle room category is like the Van Dents, Hexbane's Hunters, um, cool. uh, the, 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 what are they called? Uh, the, anyway, the the Doggo Warcry band, um, Yanastra. There's a bunch of different stuff, and then sometimes maybe I'll like go Yanastra and the Doggo boys and drop a couple of the mm. other units instead, which is quite fun. Yeah. So, uh, looking it's forward to it. It's good when you've got an army at that point. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. And then I, I know Declan in the chat earlier was telling me uh, some really clever stuff. Like he was thinking about allying in, um, uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, like what the Cathalar in Settlers Gain. So there's some there's some mm. real options like the kind of like after you get past the core of whatever army you want to be whether or not it's the elf part or the human part mm. not the dwarf part then uh you know there's a lot of like wiggle room on stuff to add in which is quite exciting yeah like as a way to yeah. build an army so pretty fun so yeah i've done that and yeah. then 
Um, I don't think I've got any like uh, long term plans. I've got an event. We're going to Castle. So me and Louise are going to Castle mm. uh, in uh, October. And I did just confirm with the guys running Castle. So this is an event that mm. happens in um, in Pennsylvania every year. My friends, a lot of the guys from the Cl- Tough Cloud. Uh, so people like Noah and Joe and Jacob mm. and, and all those guys. Um, so they run this event. So they're running like this singles event uh, there. And they were like, I was like, oh, if I come over, I'll do, I guess I'll do some coverage. And they were like, okay, but there's no crew, Dan. It's just me, mm. right? And there's Great. no, and because the venue is like limited amount of places to stay, mm. you also can't get any more crew. <laughs> So I was kind of like, right, how do I stream a game with me and maybe only one other person and never a table boss, right? Yeah. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to put some headsets on the players. Yeah. And then we're going to put the commentary team next to the players, like on the Mm -hmm. table, right? Yeah. And then we're going to do an old-fashioned American-style roast. <laughs> oh, what's he done then? Nah, that's shocking. Terrible move. Terrible move. Where'd you learn how to play Warhammer? He's got he's got the he's got the athleticism of a rock. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, look at that look at that wrist action rolling those dice. My goodness, this bloke's got a dexterity of negative two. <laughs> exactly. So I think that'd be really fun. I think I think that's yeah. kind of the idea. We'll see whether or not it works out. Also, outside chance that either Joe or Jacob also will join me in the commentary as the roasters, which is honestly right. devastating. Uh, because a there are lots points if they're playing a game at the same time as well. <laughs> yeah, that would be really good. That would be super good. It's like uh, it's my opponent's turn and he's rubbish, so off we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, looking forward to that. So that's kind of my news so far. So uh, planning some little trips. Got some more events lined up. Put them in the calendar. Just put an event on for. Um... Oh wow, I've been doing a lot apparently. Uh, just put an event on for. Uh, the weekend before Worlds. So World Agency by Worlds has been confirmed uh, for next year. The date has been confirmed. So I've just put a uh, a singles event here at the TSN Arena in the books. The idea is, is if people are traveling over from the US or Canada or Australia or anything like that anyway, maybe they'll stop off in England kind of the week before. Um, and then we can all do some stuff, which would be good. Yeah, which I think it'd be fun. So I'll put one in. The, I'll put one in. Does that sound like a good idea? Or have you only just found out there's been a date confirmed? Dan? Can you hear me? Did. So that's that's it, Wills. Right, let's move on to Age of Sigmar yeah. news, Dan. Huge news. Huge. Ooh. And And are you talking huge news in the size of the news or the size of the model generating the news? Like all of it, really. Okay, so just yeah. to give someone the TLDR and then Dan, give me your thoughts. Uh, Trug, who is a Trog king, mm. okay, rid- who who has atop him a very small Trogoth who we've nicknamed Trig. 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 Trig is atop Trog, uh, Trug, sorry, who is a Trog himself. They're all Trogs. Um, has just had his war scroll announced uh, today and we've looked through it and I've made a video. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. Um, but also they talked about the new Dawnbringers book and they talked about the armies of renown. Dan, first up, what do you think of Trug? 
I think Trug's amazing. I love the... So, like, I've got the old Troll King model, uh, mm. and I'm, I'm really excited to build and paint it. Uh, just because it's a great old model and I love the vibe. I love his model. The thing I dig, though, uh, which I think is awesome, is the story behind Trug, for those who might have missed it, is he went to sleep and he woke up with this big arcane ruin thing jammed onto his back. And I just think that's... Like, if you want to talk about a level of... uh, of like super deep sleep chilliness and like backstory lore. I just dig on that. I love that he he went to sleep and then someone built an entire arcane, like obviously when it was built, it was functioning and arcane and fantastic. And then it slowly fell into disrepair and then he woke up. Well, just so rad. So they're riffing a lot at the minute. So like the story, if we're going to be law guys for a sec, mm. uh, they're let's riffing. Be a, guys. Let's be law guys. They're, they're riffing a lot at the minute about the, Astro Matrix, mm. <laughs> which is obviously the the Matrix, but instead of Neo, it's Neil deGrasse Tyson that yeah, that, exactly like, takes that is the savior. Yeah, yeah. So they've been talking a lot about the Astro Matrix, which apparently are like uh, like points where a mm. lot of like magical energies like converge. However, there are also ley lines that run between each point of the astro matrix so obviously mm. the seraphon think that this is like some sort of like you know old god situation mm. but um what's really like kind of interesting about this whole kind of astro matrix thing is like is it leading towards something that we're going to get in fourth edition is this a way of them almost establishing a map if mm. that makes sense yeah like uh oh uh, <laughs> thank you to team badges in the chat for resubscribing rob is my actual matrix for EOS, aos thank you that's nice uh yep. like is this a, is this them establishing a map is this them building mm. like their universe out a little bit more is this leading up to some big calamitous event very I interesting love the, I, I love the idea that it's maybe a magical map yes rather than like a a, a solid uh, a solid kind of thing which i think is awesome like the concept of it being like this is the the magical ley lines. This is the magical map of the mortal realms. I think that's wicked. It's so cool because we have we've started to get uh, we've started to get like physical maps of a lot of them, which I I really dig. I dig the realms. I think that the the maps and the concepts of them that like magic gets wild the closer you get to the edge. All of it, like it's awesome. Um, but I, I also dig that it's like okay, so these are kind of like the physical maps of the realms. But then there's this like like magical map behind it as well uh, like the secret secret highways and byways through countries like america and stuff that that travelers probably wouldn't know but the locals would know really well i kind of dig on that yeah it's quite interesting i'm not really sure where they're going with it to be honest mm. um but like uh, especially because like you know they've they've introduced like resources before like inside mm. the game um, you know, obviously we've had like realm stones, so that was a yeah. thing. And I don't know if anyone remembers like um, like shard. Was it called shard glass? Because we had like shard. Yeah, sh from Shadespire. From Shadespire, which was kind of again another kind of like magical resource. You know, they've they've mm. kind of like been adding this stuff in, but it's one of the first. Like we had realm gates, obviously as well. So it's kind of been interesting to watch them do that. Um, but yeah, Trug fell asleep at the nexus point of the Axtro Matrix. And that's why they built the thing on top of him. <laughs> and he didn't notice. And he didn't notice. All that hammering, all those blocks going on. 
Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's just that didn't pay attention. Uh, also, some of the chat is saying like, I guess it's like the Astronomicon that you obviously get for forty k as well. Um, and it's shade glass. Thank you, Scriver, in the chat for yeah. for pointing that out as well. So anyway, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I like it. I love it. I mean, we've we've all. I think everybody, it's a universal understanding of we've all fallen asleep at some point, somewhere on something, and then just like woken up and been like, oh God, like I overslept or whatnot, and a lot's changed. Okay, time you to know, press, like, the, press the call to action button. Do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> anyone who's watching this YouTube video, please write, let us know in the YouTube comments where you have the worst place or the best place you've fallen asleep. <laughs> The, do, do, do. The, no, the, the biggest change that you've experienced while asleep. That's what I want to know. Like, you went to sleep and you woke up and you were like, I have a full beard. And it's like, yes, sir, you were in a coma. You're like, oh, my God. Or like, you know, uh, one for me was I fell asleep and I woke up in an entirely different city. Um, not And like, I wasn't traveling at all. I was working in Italy and uh, had had a, a couple of beverages with some friends, fell asleep, and they all decided that we were going to go somewhere else. Uh, so they took me, put me in the car, and I, I barely woke up, apparently. I kind of groggily came to, and then they were like, ah, oh, check it out, we're here. And I was like, oh my God, where's, where's all my here? shit? <laughs> uh, so here? yeah, it was great. They'd left my bags and all my clothes. Uh, so I was in Rome with nothing to wear. It was great. Oh no. It was, uh, I had the best time. The best okay, because I was well slept. Okay, well, exactly. <laughs> Some of the chat has just said, "I don't know where I fell asleep, but I woke up in a mattress storage of an apartment building." And then Sophia says, I <laughs> "And then uh, Sophia says, I woke up naked on my friend's table with his parents standing above me." Teenage things okay Andrew says i fell asleep at a train station in a city i'd never been to before started sleepwalking woke up trying to open the trunk of a cab with a very confused cab driver that is some nutty stuff okay well well there we go so maybe trug makes more sense than we realize yeah yeah has anyone fallen asleep and woken up with like tons of piercings that you don't remember because i feel like that's kind of on the same scale as having an entire relic built into your flesh yeah it's the same energy isn't like, it definitely it. i woke up and i had a uh, uh, prince albert You're like oh god oh my god um, but okay, no so he's, he's do, have you seen the rules for him yes yeah okay and what, what you got any thoughts got any thoughts about that uh, i think they're weird and wonderful and i dig it okay like, i i kind of i think that there are some that i'm like oh that's a bit that's a bit odd like they've clearly lent heavily on it but i like i kind of i kind of like it and i'm excited to see like all trog armies come out uh yes so that's the kind of thing all right so let's just talk about the elephant in the room the last harbingers book uh had four regiments of renown mm. but the new harbingers book has got four armies of renown which mm. is a brand new thing which they haven't explained yep. but it does seem like that they are a almost singular army list inside mm. an already existing book yes is what they are which i think is going to be cool like it like i actually i hope i don't need them to be crazy competitive if that okay. makes sense like mm. i i genuinely don't need them to like i think that what i'd love is for them to give you the ability to take weird wacky and wonderful lists and play them yeah like that that for me would be the thing i'd i'd kind of dig on more rather than needing to uh needing them to be like hyper competitive like oh well like the trug list is going to go five and oh which it yeah. should but yeah. i just yeah 
so uh, so <laughs> Orchimedes has said in the chat, Army of Renown is not really that complicated. It's absolutely brilliant in 40k. So they did do something similar in 9th edition 40k, which was universally despised. I'd just like to be really clear about oh, that. Yeah. Good right? to know. <laughs> like, universally despised, because they were either just trash or completely broken. So, like, because obviously, like, they had, yeah. like, it was just, it was just really insular. Um, and it's weird. And, and, like, you know, and I guess the, the real trick here, Dan, is they're making the game overly complicated and they're confusing it a bit so that they get the opportunity to redo fourth edition. Just be like, it's fourth edition. We fixed mm. it. I can't believe we introduced armies of renown. We fixed mm. it now. Which kind of led me to a, a thought, actually. What scroll battalions, as they were back in the day in HCMR2, they were a pretty legit way to get someone into the game, I yeah. think. Uh, yep. And for people who don't know, it just used to be like, this battalion costs this many points, and it requires like this leader or this unit, and then mm. these couple of other units, and you can take these extra units as well. And that was kind of like a fun element uh, of the game, I think, for new people. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I, I really liked it as well because it usually gave like rules abilities to that War Scroll Battalion that were particularly themey. Like I, I remember the 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 I always remember the dwarf one because I loved it. Uh, it let you auto pass Battle Shock on a one on a uh, one to three, so that idea that your dwarves didn't run. And they'd just go there and sure they weren't super durable but they were stubborn as hell they just didn't run um and you, then you could easily get re-rolls to battle shock so you're like cool like i re-roll my battle shock and i'm one two three i don't run and but because it was like it had to be like a warden king a rune lord i think it was like your your two or three units of battle line and then some iron breakers and some iron drakes or something like that your army was kind of like there was this core of your army that was put together and then it was about what you put around the outside of it i really liked those so i don't i don't mind the idea of of armies of renown coming out i just i i really hope that they find some cool flavor from them my biggest uh the thing i, I maybe hesitate with the most about it is that when you start to get uh sub factions and special armies and things that are across white dwarves and specialist books and unique campaigns and then all the other you know like uh digital downloads and stuff like that it makes it very hard for say you come up against that army at a tournament for you as a player to have access to your opponent's rules or even know where they're from and that that sometimes for me gets a little bit scattered if someone's like oh yeah so i'm playing with these these rules the settlers gain rules and you're like they're what what the hell are they from they're like okay so they were from this book in this subsect and then they were given more stuff in this white dwarf you're like oh my god yeah yeah it's really hard to check stuff as well um but like you know obviously it's just a mess to so that you can fix the mess but now so we're going to have four armies of renown there's going mm. to be a uh, obviously the trog one trog one trogs trogs also dan you're literally a creative writer you work mm um you work inside of like this sphere mm -hmm. like someone comes up to you like hey i've got a new the king of the trogs you're like amazing yep. what's he called and then someone pitches trug like just i'd just... be like okay i see what you did there you took a single vowel and you replaced it with a vowel that makes the closest sound to that vowel and i see what you were going for was a playful theme but you could call this whatever you want in the whole wide world. 
Like, this is your opportunity to call him, like, Peas Blossom or Mustard Seed or, like, whatever the heck you want. Now, I I love Trug. I love Trug the Trog. But Trug the Trog, to me, sounds like he came straight out of a Bob the Builder episode. <laughs> uh, and, and, like, uh, I think the thing is, is the old troll king was Throg. Was like, Throg. Throg the Troll King sounds rad you know yeah. like like because it and i see what you're doing it's like troll throg like you can see like his brain would like label himself like that i get that um uh however i i definitely was like have ah, like we we've taken throg and that's obviously like the where the word trog has come from throg to trog mm-hmm. so i'm just like ah you could have could have maybe just stepped a little bit outside uh, but bless him, you know what? The work work smarter, not harder. Someone was like, I'm paid by the fucking hour. Delete the O, replace it with a U. You've smashed that, Terry. Well done. Yeah, Ten yeah. points. Cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah, get home. Um, which is good. Okay, so yeah, so unfortunately, uh, a bit unenthusiastic. So so we're going to get Trugs Trogs. Okay, perfect. Trugs Trogs. And then uh, there's going to be a KO one, a Gargant one, and then a um, uh, and then a Carriage and Overlords one. And we don't know what the power level of these things are going to be. Um, the problem is, is they probably mm. are very resistant to changes as well in many ways because yeah. uh, of how it's constructed, which is going to be a bit of a shame. Um, but uh, yeah, it's interesting to see because we're basically adding a new paradigm into the game. A paradigm they haven't done previously. I said this already. I'm not too keen about something that's so linear. Uh, like you saw this in 40k. People just run the same linear army as the same other linear mm. army. It's pretty dull. Um, also, they were either dumb busted or they weren't. Um, which was a, like like the Jukari one lasted for nine months. Like it was like cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, I remember as well. I think the Jukari one was the one where you kept seeing like the finals of 40k streamed events with identical armies facing off against each other and just I like think a that bunch was harlequins of... for a while harlequins sorry yeah harlequins yeah. and it was like identical armies just hiding behind terrain trying to get the first roll for first turn and that was basically the game it was basically yeah it was, it was super cool real good real good um anyway so um so that'd be interesting so we got that on the horizon also and then dan i've had no one to talk to about this but this is super crazy there's an Iron Jaws Battle Tome supplement coming out for free this week. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's so weird. Like, it's Hope ex- for the human race. Hope for the human race. In what way? Well, a, a Games Workshop re- releasing a, a supplement for free. Yeah, but Dan, it's so... like because so, Okay, so that supplement for Iron Jaws is in the Dawnbringers book. Trug mm-hmm. is in the Dawnbringers book. So they gave us a free war scroll from the upcoming book. They gave us the uh the 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 actual thing for the Iron Jaws from that book. Mm. And you're like what is happening? Like you are, are you like if they just did well, this is the Iron Jaws supplement, it's not in any upcoming books. I'd be like that makes sense. Okay? Mm. Not much cuz Games Workshop have never done it before. But I was like, that makes sense because you just want to sell the models. So thumb, mm. I understand. Yeah. But now I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Okay, right? I I think I I figured it out, Rob. They know what Iron Jaws players are like. They can't read a book. 
<laughs> like they know they know that if they put that supplement only in that book, the Iron Jaws players won't read it. They'll be threatened by all the words. And yes, there's pictures, but there's not that many of them. So they know that they need to find another way. And so they're like, here's it's not even a book. It's a supplement. It's a piece of a book. You can get through a piece of a book. And Iron Jaws players are like, yes, I can, or I can have someone read it to me like a bedtime story. And, uh, and like, to be honest, I, I feel like I'm being romanced a little bit. They're like, hey, do you want some free rules? And I'm like, well, yeah, it's prettier than how Wahipedia does it. So, like, let's let's go. Let's let's give me it. Uh, so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm keen. I'm keen to see it. Keen to see how it goes. I think just structurally it's really weird. Like, it's mm. like, I'm like, what's happening? It's like someone in the chat's like, because the fourth edition is next year, but they're going to sell us that Flesh Eater Quartz Battle Tome at Christmas or whenever it's coming out. Do you know what I mean? Like they're mm. gonna sell that six months left to go on the edition, so like, I, go on. Yeah, I wonder if as well, it could be. So remember, and like a lot of people, myself, yourself included, had a lot to say about Lumineth when yeah. Lumineth came out, and then six months later, their army range and their book was expanded in in a, a campaign book, mm. and so and then they re-released the book as well but the original stuff didn't have a rules change and they kind of got dragged for that and i i wonder if what this is is they're like okay so the the core the existing iron jaws rules haven't changed much and we saw how poorly this went for us last time so rather so you can buy the campaign book and get the campaign book but for iron jaws players that already have the book we'll just do the supplement rather than a full book re-release Yes, it's it's a it's a it's really weird. I'd love to know what again. Boo 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 boo. Call to action. If you are watching this yep. video and you would like to, I'd like to know what your thoughts are because it feels like something's gone wrong. Something's mm. happened. Uh, Dave in the chat thinks that they've screwed up the book order, so there's only like eight copies of this book available, which I kind of feel is the vibe. Um, so I'm not really yeah. sure. Like. And we'll see. And, and especially after based after the 40k app last week, where the 40k app went to like Bosch, you have to pay for the app if you want the rules. If um, even uh, you can't even look at data sheets of like so Tyranids now because their mm. codex is out. If you want to look at the Tyranid data sheets, you have to buy the book in the app. You can't yeah. do it any other way. So it feels like there's two different things happening um, mm. at the same time. And this is super weird. Anyway. So, and then we got the power scroll later in the week. Agency Mart, literally <laughs> all guns blazing. It's You know what, Rob? This is the romance stream, and I am so hot under the collar. Like, Games Workshop is just like, hey, come in here. Hey, let me get you this drink. And I'm like, oh, this drink tastes like a free supplement. They're like, yeah, damn right it is. Hey, wait, do you want to <laughs> hey, try, try this, try this? And I'm like, they're like pushing like a... a, a uh, a canapé or something into my mouth. I'm like, oh, what's this? And they're like, mm, that's the Trug War scroll. I'm like, oh, damn, that's tasty. And then they're like, hey, you know what we've got for mains? And I'm like, tell me what we've got for mains. They're like, battle scroll. I'm like, oh, fuck, just take me home now. Let's go. Let's go. So it's a big this, week. It's yeah, big this week. could this could be a show on the things we'd like to see from the battle scroll. Uh, but like, I don't care. We're not going to do that. We're going to do something way more fun than that. So it's a big week for Warhammies. Mm. That's all I've got to say. So uh, awesome in, between, in between all of this, though, Dan, uh, to take us onto the main subject of today's show. And again, call to action. Boo, 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 boo. Please let us know in the comments which of the things you're most excited about. Uh, that would be great. So, yeah, this week, <laughs> um, 
The underlying mm. problem is going to be Dan the meta. Yeah. The most mm -hmm. if okay, that's going to be the problem that we're currently facing. Okay. Um yeah. Because uh and there's an underlying problem. And even though we've got a back scroll upcoming, do you know do you know what my problem with the meta is? That's my first question. And chat, do you know what my problem with the meta is? How are you feeling about it? Take a punt. Uh, mine is would I can I'll guess from mine and because I I wonder if yours is going to be the same. The the win rate percentage of the best performing armies is staggering, and the construction of the armies achieving those win rates is very very identical and similar. No. But like that's cool. That's a that's a legit. Oh. That's a that's a legit. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a legit like problem. But it's a symptom, um, and not the mm. and not the cause. Oh yeah, okay. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm all about treat the sickness, not the symptom. Yeah, exactly. So we talked about this last week, and this is what today's show is going to be mm. about, right? Um, so let's cast our minds back to the last battle scroll update. Last battle scroll update. What we had most importantly, we had a couple of different new battle tactics added to the. Uh, Uruk Warclans book. So we got one for mm -hmm. Cruel Boys and we got one for Iron Jaws. But if you're playing Big War, you're able to do both. And Big War has yeah. really kind of escalated its A, its representation, but most importantly, its win rate, which to fans of Uruks everywhere is like, yes, Rob. Yeah, let's go. Even Cruel Boys the other day, uh, shout out to Brandon, uh, Jacob Brandon, sorry, Jacob Brandon, mm -hmm. uh, going 7 1 at Nova. Well, that was last week. So. But that's yeah. not really the 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 prob. That's that's again a kind of a symptom and not a problem because you would say, "Hey Dan, it's hey Rob, it's really cool. Cruel Boys are doing really well," and I agree with you, okay. Hmm. But what we've got now, and since last week to this week, we have um, a uh, like I've been at several events, so like this has been a consistent like thing that I've seen constantly. So and obviously I do hmm. the stat show as well. What's happening is, is you don't have to engage with your opponent to complete battle tactics. Like yeah. the, the most efficient, and you know, we hear this a lot from tournament gamers, people who play other games types, the less I have to engage with my opponent in any way, or the less I have to roll a dice, the easier path, the easier path to victory I have, right? That's, mm. that's pretty common. Yeah. But these, so a lot of these battle tactics are not requiring you to engage with your opponent a good example would mm. be with iron jaws he's gonna have two iron jaws units in the middle of the board okay well so... i mean even even the season ones intimidate invaders just yes you've got to have them outside of your deployment zone but that's easy uh the one where you've just got to have three units at a different board edge two of them outside of your deployment zone like there are so many that are like hey just be spread out but and you're like okay do i have to be fighting and I, I think one thing i don't like is that there's a number of them that are like at least through beasts of chaos and um uh, 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 uh more tribes that i've experienced that are like have units in combat at the end of the turn or have units in combat at the end of the combat phase or at, like you've got armies that that have impact hits and so kind of like a lot of them want to clear stuff off before like in impact hits before combat and they're like yeah but you only get your battle tactic if they're still there so you're like so i need to go into combats i can't win to get it that's i actually like that because it's hard but the problem is why would i do that one and risk leaving my units in combat with my opponent 
because I could kill them. I could have a great round of combat and kill my, the entire unit. They could have a great round and kill my unit. Uh, but why would I risk that when I've got one that's like, just move outside of your deployment zone? Yes, or as, as Nodon's talking in the chat, just cast a spell. Like, just mm. casting a spell. And so let's talk about a couple of things first, like, before we talk about this. So what we're talking about is there a, is a bevy. And if we cast our minds back to three years ago where Rob on the Honest War game was like, as soon as you do book tactics, like happened in 40k, what you're going to happen is you're going to have armies that have good tactics and armies that don't have good tactics, mm -hmm. and therefore you're going to get a imbalance in the army. There we go, right? So book tactics are bad, which is why we initially banned them uh, at the beginning. Other people on other shows have already been through all of the tactics in the world to discuss them. We don't need to do that again. That's not the important part. So the book tactics and grand strategies I'm obviously throwing in here are imbalanced. But Dan, that's, yes. I don't think that's my biggest... And that's a fact. That's not like an opinion. Mm. But that's not my biggest issue. My biggest issue is that then you're not doing a battle. So I'll give you a good example. Mm. I'll give you a good example. So I taught someone to play Age Sigma the other day. I think I told you this. Um, and I thought one of, the things, yes. and yeah. one of the things that I was showing them, I was like... Uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to score two victory points. Like this battle I've created a victory from. Yeah. And they're like, how? And I'm like, I'm going to cast a spell. They're like, wow. Okay. I'm out of range. Cool. You yeah. can't stop me. Oh, amazing. And then they were like, okay, my turn. Because it was their first ever game. They're like, I too will mm -hmm. cast a spell. And I was like, okay, I stopped you because I'm in range. And then they were like, yeah. oh. And, we've, ah. and they were yet to move a bottle. And I was like, guess what? you're losing and they were like yeah. what they were like what the fuck how can i be losing this battle yeah if that makes sense so yep. you know like very much like the beast of chaos like you know two units get into cover like it kind yeah. of makes sense narratively i'm on board with it mm. but like is that like a battle well or it's like we've seen um and i haven't seen the stats for this week yet but uh, Daughters of Cain have started have have been doing great, but that's because in an addition where the tactics are more challenging in the GHB. the the general's handbook, they have five that they can nail. Like yeah. so, so they they I mean not you know but also time, but so, like, like you're absolutely right, Dan. But there's also something we yeah. should add on to that. They can do five mm -hmm. tactics where they never have to engage the opponent mm. in battle. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. battle so tactics is fairly ironic because, yeah. you, like, you know, because you're absolutely right. Like, several of their battle tactics are really easy. Then the ones that are in the GHB, which they also want to do, don't require them mm. to actually be in a battle. So it feels yeah. weird um, yeah. to me personally. And I feel like this is a systemic problem. And it moves on to grand mm. strategies as well, where some people are just like, because you can't, again, I can't engage. Your grand strategy of Zinch is to have two dice on a nine. So mm. I just literally can't engage with you. And therefore you have won. Is yeah. crazy to me. KO as well. Like, yeah. what's it? What's your thing? Everyone get out of a boat. You're like, okay, sick. What's your one this time? Everyone get into a boat. Cool. Is there anything I can do to stop that? <laughs> oh, heavens no. But also, it doesn't feel like a battle, right? Hmm. I think yeah. that's, the, that's also, the crime. Yeah. That's the crime is it doesn't feel yeah. like it's you're doing it. Like, it's not kill a general. It's not kill Where, a monster. Yeah, I think 
last season was great because there were a lot like even um uh what was it you used to tunnel master into cunning maneuver cunning maneuver you had to pick the objective outside of your deployment zone and i think it had to be under your opponent's control or something like that like or, or something along those lines mm. like you had to telegraph your plan so your opponent through say a redeploy or something they could potentially try to counter that but at the very least you scored that by playing for an objective you didn't score that by being like, oh, what is it? Tunnel Master, uh, uh, cunning maneuver. What do you have to do? Just move 30 inches. Exactly, exactly. Like, so, it, yeah, yeah, it's it just it's um, uh, like and some of them are like more interactive, like, you know, charge in, retreat and some other stuff. But especially the book tactics feel hmm. really, really, really bad. And, um, uh, and you know, that's kind of like, I think I've made the point and the argument. And again, call to action. Pew, 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 pew. Please let me know what you think in the comments below, obviously. Uh, but like, oh, it's, it's really unengaging. That's the bit that kind of is now at this stage throwing me. Because also tournament gamers, because they are very smart and they also think about it, is they are building armies uh, that are not ever playing with their opponent. And it's what 40k mm. used to be. They'd be like, oh, yeah. I've done teleport homers. Excuse me. I'm in four table quarters. You're like, okay. Are you going to fight those guys? They're like, fuck no. Why would I do that? <laughs> like, that's, I'm like, it's a yeah. war game. Like, do a war. Yeah. Right? And it, a, Can you have a war, please? <laughs> can no. you do it? Like, like, I mean, ultimately, I feel like it should be a game. Like, like chess, you can't do anything but take the other people's pieces, right? Like, mm. um, and so, like, there's this 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 separation of what feels like it should be a battle and then what i'm seeing on like especially top table because top table players are doing it better than anyone else is they're just not fucking doing anything like when yeah. i did coverage a couple of weeks ago of the swedish event you know it was just two armies stood staring at each other they're like we don't need to fight you're like why is that like, because i yeah. keep scoring battle tactics like i just stood yeah. here like and that's so boring dad yeah well it, it's the stand on circles what are you going to do i'm going to score five battle tactics and my grand strat and i know my opponent can't score one in their fourth turn or like i've, I've positioned it so that they won't be able to get one in their fourth turn so i'm going to win the game you're like okay but what if they and it's like there's nothing they can do yeah there's, like, nothing, oh, that, okay. yeah, there's but, nothing they could do and they lose so i hate that i hate that and i think mm. that's that's something that is going to be exacerbated come the new battle scroll. So the new battle scroll will definitely give the underperforming armies some easy to achieve battle tactics like we saw last time. It does an incredible job of improving the win rate. And I agree. I super agree that mm -hmm. like if all you want to do is do numbers, it improves the yeah. win rate. But what I really want is an army to do better in a battle. Um, and I would like to play a battle yeah. game. That seems fair. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't really know what the solution is. I know the solution is they're just going to do a new edition anyway. So like this is all moot. But I wanted to express it because I think it's a really fair mm. concern. Um, mm. Like and because it also might, must feel really really weird to new people or even casual people to be like, what yeah. happened? Well, it's like well he was playing Big War. You're like okay, the army based on generating points based on how fucking furious the orcs are in it they're like yeah mm -hmm. they're like what did he do he's like well he's basically stood on line until turn three and then and then didn't do it much and then that was the end of the game you're like what mm. did you just tell me feels weird right 
I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or like like Soulblight, when people are like, so how does Soulblight play? And it's like, they move 120 zombies onto the objectives. And you're like, okay. And, and they're like, no, no, that's it. We're done. Well, see, I don't mind like, that because that's a battle. Like... What yeah. you're saying is, is can you kill? Like no one, no one can kill all of those zombies. But what they're saying mm. is, like if I lose having chewed through a bajillion zombies, at least I'd be like, at least my Oryx fought someone. Yeah, I guess. I, I think for me, uh, no, actually, yeah, you're right. The, the, my problem with Soulblight is different. I don't, I don't mind them being able to bring models back to units. I don't mind them being able to bring units back from the dead. I don't like both. Yeah. Like when they can do both, that's for me where it's like, oh, this is just fucked. Um, but uh, yeah, you are right. Like at least if they're moving on to objective, you've got to smash your way through them. And so let's to end this bitching session because no one likes that. Yeah. And let's rethink this, Dan. Because if we're not playing a war game, and if we're playing a game where you don't do anything, but say you've achieved some mm. sort of mythical quest and got two victory points, mm. why isn't it way more cool? Or way more sexy that's what i'm thinking yep and yeah. and rob how do we make it more sexy well i think what we should do live from the honest wargamer and hosted on the honestwargamer.com later in the week is we should come up with some romance battle tactics mm-hmm. i think i think there's not like because if we're not going to play a war game dan we yep. should we should play a love game rob and, and here's the thing right if you're uh this is a battle game but it's also uh, it's kind of an RPG. Age of Sigmar is kind of a role-playing game. You're playing the role of a general and you're you're directing your armies. And what is the most important part of an RPG? And it's not the role-playing, it's the romanceable NPCs. Every time. That's the important every time, part. Every time. The, uh, like people playing Baldur's Gate, I guarantee, I, I defy the chat and anyone watching this who played, who jumps into Baldur's Gate or uh, Skyrim, maybe not Skyrim, uh, but any game with companions and doesn't like have a, a, a dirty shame Google being like, which NPCs are romanceable? Like, I, I'm certain, <laughs> I'm certain you've all done it. And if you're in the chat and you say you're not, you're, I'm looking at a liar because yeah. there's no one doesn't. So all we need to do is we need to figure out not who in a game of war dollies is romanceable, but how in a game of war dollies they're romanceable because the answer is they all are they all are some people they like bold they like brash they want someone who's just gonna swing by and be like hey i'm out the front of your house we are going to climb a mountain and i'm like (laughs) yeah gordrak you take me daddy and then some people want someone who they can fix like the cathalar who's broken on the inside and won't stop crying so it's fine that's dark you've gone dark there how we just need to figure out how they're romanceable, not who is romanceable. Okay. So I think what we should try to do, chat, and also you, Dan, is we should try to work out how to come up with eight battle tactics based on romance. romance. Because that's what we need. Because obviously, Baldur's Gate incredibly successful because ultimately, you can bang someone. Like, that's the important... Can... Yeah. Like I a, mean, a there are other reasons it's successful, but... But but mind flayer sex is is largely one of them. I think. I think maybe um, the main like. But yeah, again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so we need eight battle tactics, chat. Okay, and Dan already gave us a good idea for one, a bit of inspiration. Dan, you said mm. where to go on a date. So I like the idea. Mm. One of the battle tactics is uh, you must 
claim a terrain feature, get wholly within three inches, roll a three plus. So it's a tactic that's got a roll on it, which is a bit risky, bit risky. And then you have made that that feature, that terrain feature, it has to be outside your deployment, obviously, uh, but not mm -hmm. in the enemy yep. territory, uh, because yep. it's like a Romeo kind of like a Capulets thing. Like you want it yep. to be in no man's land, I'm assuming. Yeah, 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 for sure. So piece of terrain, wholly outside of your territory, outside the enemy territory, mm. or do you want it to be able to be inside the enemy territory? Is this like a no? Okay, you, so, go on, left you. I no, I don't mind outside, but I think the specification is it needs to be claimed by your hero, and there needs to be an enemy hero within nine inches, because you're basically you're romance up. them. You're setting up the picnic. You're setting up the date. The the like you're nice. sprinkling rose petals over the bed, and then you're going like, give them the come hither eyes. You're like, nice. Get over here. Okay, I love that. I love that. So, so a just any piece of terrain outside of your territory, and then wholly mm -hmm. within nine inches of an enemy hero. Not wholly within, mm -hmm. just within nine inches of within, an enemy hero. Within. Yeah. yeah within. Because you could have. You can have an Andorian locus trying to seduce a Frost Lord on Stonehorn. <laughs> like, you could have that. He's just, a dog guy. He's got a pet. Come just, on. Just a shaman walks up to the main terrain, three plus. That Stonehorn is now on a date with me in this piece of terrain. Okay. I don't think you've got to roll for it, Rob. Because I don't, like, I don't want to shame. I, I don't nah, want you got to roll. Okay, two plus, two plus. Cause, okay, because here's the thing, right? I don't want to shame them for trying. This isn't this isn't an aggressive romance. This is they're 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 like setting up a beautiful date. So I don't want them to feel like they could fail in in their attempt at romance. Okay. So yeah, I think two plus is good. Two plus is good. Okay, so two plus. Alright, so that's the first one. That's great. We need to write this down. Um yeah. okay, first one, great. So uh, I like what you uh I like what you said there, um, about so like we've got how to date someone, so that's like basically picking a place. That's yeah. how to date someone. Yeah. I like the idea of like uh, of changing someone's mind. So how about this the second one? Mm -hmm. We need some names for these as well. So boo, 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 yeah. call to action, yeah. please name them. Um, how about the idea that uh, you get into combat with an enemy hero? Are we saying it's only heroes? That makes sense. It's like a very it's, it's, hero focused. I Rob, there's a joke in here about a hero going into a unit of twenty or more. <laughs> and I don't want to make it. Make I don't it. want to make That's it. That's what we're here for. That's the okay. whole point. Okay, Rob. Rob. Yeah. He like then then all we, we I don't oh god I don't know what the title is but it's if a if a uh, uh, an unmounted hero mm -hmm. which is just a terrifying start with an if an unmounted hero ends its turn mm. within three inches of a unit that has twenty or more models they what have they got to do uh, we call it the shag carpet and then they're just there yeah, at like, the end they're, they're there they, at the end at the, yeah they they so because they're in combat they're obviously going to be swinging away but they have to end that turn engaged with a unit that still has 20 or more perfect models. perfect i'd like to i'd like to just to help us create another tactic really easy i'd like to repeat that battle tactic same thing but a unit mm. of 10 engages with another unit of 10 and they're there at the end of the combat phase oh okay yeah yeah yep. so it's like they've all got together they've had a good fight yeah. fight yeah yeah the social it's a dance party they've had a dance like they've party all, 
Yeah, yeah. they've paid and off. They've got to be there at the end. Okay, that's good. I like that. That's really fun. Okay, Rob, I've got, I've got Go another on. one. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, it's not the size; it's how you use it. <laughs> okay, okay. And I'm what ready. it is is if a if you you choose a uh, a hero a, something with the hero keyword. If it has the monster keyword, it needs to end the turn within three inches of uh, a locus, an Andorian locus. And if it doesn't have the monster keyword, it needs to end the turn within three inches of an enemy unit with the monster keyword. So it's either about your big un ending the ending with a romantic embrace of a little un, or a little un ending the romantic embrace of a big un. Oh. Mostly inspired by the concept of the War Hulk. The second oh, generation Warhawk. I thought you were going kind of like Shrek vibes with like Donkey and Dragon. Yeah, basically. Like what it is, is a, a small hero needs to end the turn within range of a big hero or vice versa. <laughs> okay. All right. Because like obviously that. it didn't work. If you go in against the monster and the monster kills you, hmm. then it then the size did matter. Okay. The size killed you. You didn't survive. But if you go in and you survive... That's romance, baby. That's love. That's love. That's just nothing but love. That's it. <laughs> All right. I've got one. I've got one. I think it'll work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, a hero unit that has charged, must be a charge this turn, um, completes a charge into an enemy hero. Doesn't matter what size. Hmm. Okay. And then gives up all of its attacks in its activation. Yeah, uh, but gains plus one to save, but then must be in combat at the end of that combat phase. So the idea is that the hero charges into the other hero in a declaration of love. You know, mm -hmm. goes down on one knee, misses the swings over the top of the head, and as long mm -hmm. as they're there at the end, they fuck. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. It yeah. it feels like like a like I don't know an old some Egyptian wedding or something like that where it's like okay I'm gonna make you work for it boy like if you want this yeah yeah you got it yeah like I'm here but you got to take it from me yeah exactly yeah. that's I mean we're doing pretty well we're flying through these that's like five already I thought this that's would be it. tough okay, so I thought this Rob, would be tough we need a we need a coyote ugly version like we need one where it's just like this was a terrible mistake. Um, like in what way? I don't, you know, like like as in you went out, you had a few too many drinks, and then you both wake up and you're like, we shouldn't have done this. This was bad. Um, mm, I'm not really sure. We've done something with monsters. Yeah. Uh, someone in the chat has suggested fail, fail casting spell uh, on an opponent, whispering sweet nothings. I quite like that idea as well. Um, into the sunset. This is from Dritz. Pick an enemy unmounted hero within six inches and roll 2d6 into the, in the hero save. If you beat their wounds characteristic, remove both from the battlefield. Must be a mounted hero. <gasps> you just, like, get on their horse and go. Like, you, like, go <laughs> off together into the night. Oh, my God. I love that. That's so good. You and me, baby. That's great. We just go. I'd like that. Like, you okay. lose your hero, they lose their... That's amazing. That's, like, that's in. That's so in, I think. Yeah. I, okay, I've got one. Uh, and the title would be, like... It yeah, it's been a while. Okay. And it's you get it if a character hasn't made a move or a charge action in three turns. 
and they're just staring at, at the opponent's characters from across the battlefield, just thirsty. <laughs> well, no, no, let's make it more, like, romantic. It's, like, it's got to be romantic. It's yeah, be maybe, romantic, maybe they... Maybe they're just like like pick an enemy hero, yeah. Mm. Um, like this is like this is worth like six VP. This is like breaking the battlefield battle. Yeah. This is breaking yeah. the battle tactic mold. Pick an enemy hero. Yeah. Uh, your character can't move or make any actions for the rest of the battle. But if that enemy hero ends up in combat with your hero at any point, ten VP. No, Rob, that's a grand strat. It's a grand strat. Oh my it's, god, that is a grand it. strat. Yeah, okay. It's a romantic grand strat. It's like you at the start, you pick an enemy hero, and if they if at any point in the battle they end up within three inches of your hero, you fail the grand strat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Like the stalker's grand strat or something. That's really good. Uh Kenny's come up with a great one in the chat. Yeah, you, you need the love potion. Yeah. Pick a hero with an artifact of power. Ooh. Replace that artifact with this potion for the rest of the battle. Like you go up to them like on a two plus. Like oh no artifact for you. It's now a love potion minus one to hit and wound against this hero for the rest of the battle. That sounds okay, like I, an artifact. I, I want to build That's on it. Artifact. Wrong. It's not a battle tactic, is it? I want to build on it. It's not an artifact. It's not an artifact that you swap with your opponent. It's one that you use within six inches of them, and after that point, that unit can never end a move further away from your character than they started it. <laughs> that feels like it's a spell. I feel like we're going into the romanceable spell territory now, which is oh, pretty yeah, rough. True. Like I, I think I think the other one sounds like mm -hmm. an artifact as well. I like Moose Pluses. Uh, unrequited yeah. love, you must re re remain within six inches of an enemy hero for three turns to do nothing. When, uh, But then that also sounds like a grand strat. That's, takes, that's multiple turns, right? Uh, yeah. PDA must end the turn within three inches of an uh, enemy hero and a unit of at least ten models. Oh, like they're watching. <laughs> no, 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 that, no, no, no. Let's 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 buff that up. Like this, this what this strat's called the wingman strat. This is a hero of yours mm -hmm. and a unit of ten or more models of yours must charge into. Uh, you must complete a charge with your hero into their hero and your unit into their yep. unit so it's like they've wingmanned yeah, out yep. they've taken off the you know yep. the the girl gang that are accompanying <laughs> yeah it's a it, so that sounds dark i've got i've got isolate an attack yeah i call it the tripod okay uh so what it is is uh contest an objective held by an opponent's hero with two of your heroes. Two of your heroes. <laughs> so they go in there. They, maybe they're in a bit of a slump and they're looking to spice things up. Who knows? But they, what what was one alone becomes three together. <laughs> so uncomfortable. I don't like that at all. It's so good. <laughs> um, okay. What's it? Wait, someone said, I remember Festus the Leech Lord rules from Warhammer Fantasy. He would literally attack by jamming a potion down your enemy's throat. Make this now into an equivalent for Luckstone. Or automatically change one roll to make it so they run loveling charms in Embrace. That would be really good as well. Uh, I think that would be good. I think we've done well, quite well there already. Are we designing a battle pack? Like, like no, because we, no, we need we're to not come up with three no. artifacts, three... No. Oh, Dan's gone. One second. Uh, what you were sitting down was, uh, are we designing a battle pack? The romance battle pack. 
No, but we could. And I think what I wanted to try and point out was is that there are loads of opportunities and we will write these up and we'll put these out and I'll, mm. I'll, I'll over-engineer some sort of pack later in the week which will look way too fancy and will confuse people. So I'll do that later in the week. Uh, and but me and then Dan... you're going to run yeah. the romance... You're going to run a romance event, right? Va- Valentine's weekend. Oh. But but uh, what I wanted to really showcase was that like that you could you like if we really really wanted to have a bunch of battle tactics that was super fun, you could actually write a bunch that were engaging around like a singular theme. Mm-hmm. That would be like fun, and you could do some really fun stuff with it, right? You could make one about cooking. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like yeah. really, like you could do some really fun and weird shit. And again, boo, boo, yeah. boo, boo. please do link in the comments uh, of this YouTube video, like all of the crazy shit you've decided to come up with, hmm. and getting in and out of boats and casting a spell, and having and not summoning stuff and casting like some of it just doesn't. It feels like an RPG, and hmm. it doesn't feel like a war game. Yeah, and I think Age of Sigma really needs to determine what it wants to be, in many ways. Yeah, um, uh, and I think that I think that I think we're doing a good job of kind of showcasing that. Um, and then, uh, yeah. and it's because if it's an RPG, it's incredibly fucking boring, mm. like, and not in any way cool. Like, if you were going to do an RPG, Dan, like I know how creative you are, Dan. Yeah. If you were going to do an RPG for Battle Tactics, they would be wicked fun. Yeah. Well, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head. It's interactivity. Yes. Like that's what it Thank is. You. It's yes. not even even if it doesn't have to and when I say interactivity, that doesn't mean combat, that doesn't mean killing. That I like again, the example of the objective ones from last season where it was like take an objective controlled by your opponent or something like that. Now that probably means combat it probably means maybe you're shooting the unit off and moving yours on but it could also just mean moving in and out scoring them it could mean charging with a unit that can retreat instead of attacking to pull out and hold enough models on objectives but ultimately it's interactive with your opponent and i i think that's that's the thing that is kind of missing from like like for me a lot of the time in games my first my first turn uh uh, battle tactic is cast a spell because I'll deploy something outside of of range, like outside of thirty, and I'll just go, cool, yeah, I'm just going to cast Mystic Shield. That's my, that's it. That's what, we're good. We're done. Sick. Yeah, yeah, and, cool. And that's cool. a battle tactic. Yeah, cool. High five. Yeah. Absolutely non-interactive. Like, and and do you mm-hmm. know what they? Again, credit to Games Workshop. They did a good job in this, you know, kind of like edition of Age of Sigma in creating mm-hmm. more interactivity. You know, all that defense, down to shoot, monstrous actions, heroic actions. Mm. Like a lot of that stuff has been kind of like, you know, they understand that interactivity creates better games. You know, like mm. they, they, <laughs> and they really did like, like, you know, give with one hand and take with the other. Like with Sinesh, they were like, here's this dice mechanic where you get to constantly ask your opponent questions. How, like, mm. and you're like, wow, that's really cool. I love that. That's really interactive. Yeah. And they're like, your grand strategy, don't summon. And you're like, that's <laughs> not interactive. What? That sucks. But um, also, you're like, you're, this is a fundamental part of, of a demon army being able to summon demons from the warp to add to your missing stuff. And they're like, but, hey, fun fact, you only get these extra points to win the game if you don't take advantage of that awesome ability your army has. And you're like, oh, that 
there's no, that's a shame. That's a really sad that you're taking away this cool thing. Yeah, it's really, really rubbish. So like, I hope that's been kind of like an interesting thought thing for people. Like, it, I don't think there's many people other than like, you know, the tournament DJs like me who spend this much time like kind of thinking about the game system structurally. Um, and like, and I'm not 100% certain what the solution is. And there's a really good kind of meta conversation beyond that. Like, oh, okay, it all becomes about the primary. You know, worlds will be really interesting because like, you know, in a team format, it's all about differential, like sc like score differences. Mm. But if everyone like, in a, in a very normal battle plan, you can score five battle tactics in a grand strategy. And then, so that is two points for each one. So that's a total of 10. Grand strategy makes it 13. And then mm. when you hold objectives, you are holding one or two so those are two points each or you're holding more so let's say you yeah. never hold more i'm scoring 23 points without ever engaging with my opponent yeah. and then the game becomes about those last five points and yeah and that's like and that's a bit too much devil in the detail for a war for me uh and mm. uh, and i think it might make worlds very very boring we're moving towards yeah. the old Warhammer fantasy. I sit in a corner, you sit in a corner, we shoot each other, there's one point difference. That's such a bad mm. way to, for a game to happen, I think. Yeah. So, it'd be yeah. interesting. I mean, look, but the example is perfect here. Like, just off of the theme of romance, like Age of Sigma romance, we came up with, like, I, I yes, we were joking around. Those were awesome battle tactics. Mm. They're great interactive battle tactics. If you played a game... I can see people sitting there and being like, uh, okay, so I really want to go for it's not the size, it's how you use it. But can <laughs> I can I get my Warden King tough enough to handle your mutilith vortex beast? Yeah, like this, just, uh, I, I really like I really like this ziggurat in the middle of the board. I think I really do think that I'll get me able to get my Cathalar to romance Archeon on it. It's a two plus yeah. though. What if I don't roll? What if I roll a one and Archeon just doesn't like it as a venue? That's a yeah. shame. Like that's hilarious on tabletop stuff. It's, it's hilarious, but it's also tactical. You're like, you're strategically talking about romancing Archeon with a Cathalar. Like just chef's kiss. That's the happy place. That's the, exactly, that's what you want to be. So like, I think, uh, do do an RPG or do a war game, but don't do the others. And if it was going to be me, if I'm a hundred percent honest, Dan, I think some people would say this would get a little dull. But I just have the like the same five day battle tactics: kill a general, like you know, kill the mm. general, kill a wizard, kill a monster, kill a battle line unit. Like mm. it's a war at the end of the day, and you're like, oh, yeah. you're gonna you'll get <sighs> Rob, you'll just be getting points for doing what you do anyway. I'm like, yeah, but like better that you get points for killing stuff which is what you're doing anyway than you get points for getting in and out of a boat that's so weird mm. like it's a weird yeah. game uh so well it's I also like the que the question is can my opponent stop it like i know if you choose kill the general i go sweet best day ever and i'm saving a command point for a redeploy and i'm saving a command point for all out defense you know like i'm i'm thinking about how i keep my general alive yeah, because that's what you've told. I know that that's your thing. Whereas when you're like, "What's your battle tactic?" Uh, my battle tactic is be at the edge of the board. I'm like, "Ah, cool." So there's no interactivity there, and you're like, "None whatsoever, my guy." You're like, "Rad." That's what I came here to do: is to stand on opposite sides of a board, roll dice, and never interact with you. 
Yeah, and and Doctor Demento, thanks for resubscribing and to kind of answer like Dave pointed out in the chat. Uh, I was lucky enough to have the founder of Age of Sigmar at my event this weekend. Mo, shout out to Mo, pour one out to the legend that is, and Mo nailed it in Age of Sigmar Zero. So this is Mo Camp. So to, to, for people who don't know what I'm talking about, back in the old days, back in the beginning of Age of Sigmar, um, Mo basically had like hold objectives, and then he had a bunch of secondaries, but they they felt right to me, Dan. That I think mm -hmm. if this is me remembering off the top of my head, so there was mm -hmm. kill the enemy general, keep mm -hmm. your general alive. Okay, mm -hmm. so now that's already kind of interesting, like you were saying, like because that really one of the things that is really true in Age Sigma is monstrous heroes are always a problem. So because yeah. you can give them like a command trait or an artifact, or you could do some stuff you're not meant to do. So already that yep. like you're less likely to throw a frostal and stonehorn in because it's like if your general dies mm. you're going to give up two points right uh, so yeah. keep your general alive um, kill the enemy general uh, no units inside uh, or more units inside your territory than in their territory uh, sorry then sorry mm -hmm. more units in your territory than their units in your territory more units in their territory than units that they have in their territory does that make sense so outnumber them in yep. your zone outnumber them in their zone. Yep again yeah. really hard to do both so there's a bit of yeah. like management there hold a piece of terrain by like turn four was one of them i think as well so mm -hmm. like you did it on turn four instead of doing it at the end so it kind yeah. of had to be one yeah. of those things you're planning towards which was really fun um and i don't think there was another one which i can't remember which one it was but it was something like that but it was normally like you do one or you you fail one um and just a huge fan of those and i still think about those like it blows my mind you don't get an award or a reward in game for killing an enemy general. Yeah. It's it's a war. Like it's yeah. weird. Like it's weird. What what happened? We took out the boss of their army and what was the benefit? He's dead? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Like I, I actually loved um old like the way they did it in old Warhammer Fantasy, obviously, like you had your banner bearer your army banner bearer gave everyone re-rolls to their leadership tests within 12 inches or whatever. And then your general gave their leadership within everyone to 12 inches. So like you had these bubble buffs, but, um, but the other thing, like the old way, and I wish Soulblight would embrace this, the old way, like undead would have one character that was responsible for magically keeping all the, the summonable stuff in the army alive, like all the zombies or the skeletons. And if that necromancer or vampire died, the army started to crumble around them as the magic holding everything together fell apart. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. such a great, great, like, that was so themey. The idea that, like, the armies of the dead would never run away, but they would slowly lose the magic binding them together. That was such a cool story and gameplay element. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Dave has just reminded me what one of the other ones was. Uh, it, it was you got a point for killing the most expensive unit in your opponent's army. And a point mm. for keeping your most expensive unit alive, which again is like, yeah, uh, like the most elegant Death Star solution you can ever find. Yeah, like it, you're like, okay, how do we stop Death Stars? And you're like, cool, make it so that if they die, you lose points. And you're like, yeah, my god, how did you do that? <laughs> and like, and again, you're doing a war, like you're doing a war in that process. And yeah. like and 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 I think that that's really good because I think 40k feels perfunctionary. Like it feels like all you're doing in 40k is like ticking a checklist. And I feel mm -hmm. like 18 was getting more towards that. 
and i feel like not doing that and instead doing a battle is what we should go back to and uh at this point where are we september age of sigma 4 has been written there's nothing that yep. we can do about that like it's gone so maybe age of sigma 5 but like i think that's my that's that's my gripe dan thanks for going on with this journey i appreciate it loads Rob, you don't have to thank me on going on a romantical journey with you through the mortal <laughs> realms. Like that's that's a good Monday for me. That's a great Monday. I'm gonna leave yeah. here. I'm already looking at my bellicor over there, being like, "Baby, you're wearing nothing but a loincloth. Stop looking at me with your weird skull eyes like that." Just fleshy, fleshy yeah. guys being like, "We are not fleshy. Sorry, fire slayers being like, we're almost already completely naked. Like, and, let's go." And, and, Rob, you went flesh eaters. I'm going to go with you on flesh eaters. Who is more delusional than someone in love? Like that's, they're just, they're running around. They're like, what are we doing? We're not killing, we're loving. Every time I jump on top of someone and tackle them, yes, in real life, I'm ripping their throat outs, throats out. But to me, it's just a really big hickey. Really big hickey. Really big hickey. Really big hickey. I might Doom try and hickey. run an event. I might try and just scrap battle tactics and grand strats. And uh, thank you to Tennessee Two Step for donating some bits for the hottest on content creator Dan in the chat. Um, I'm I'm cool for you, baby. Um, I'm <laughs> I might write it out like just because I'd like to see what it looks like as kind of like a pack or as a comp set. Yeah. Um, and I might even try and run an event under that comp pack and just yeah. be like, I just want to see how not how it works as in uh, balance because obviously the game hasn't been balanced with that in mind, hmm. but how it feels. If that makes yeah. sense, like I think that for be the good players, as well. for yeah. the players, yeah, how it feels for the players. So uh, I think what you'd find is well, people would say like that was the most interactive game of Warhammer I've played in a couple of editions. I think like I, every battle tactic was forcing me to interact with my opponent's army. I think that one of the things that's good about battle tactics to to kind of give it its credit because I have spoken very positively about them before, is that they they give you like a dopamine hit, don't they? Like, mm. turn one, they take out an important part of your army. But you cast a spell and get two victory points. You feel you get a good hit. Mm. You're like, ah, oh, this is a, I did something, so I'm okay. Like, even if the game's a foregone conclusion, I guess. Yeah. But like, watching someone do something, you literally don't engage with them and they just click points up. That's also a bit like, fuck. yeah. I, I think fundamentally for me the the joy in battle tactics being in the game is that they force you to do things that might be outside of your game plan mm. you know like they 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 force you while you're playing to do other things that's that's fundamentally for me what they should be what happens you score for playing on the objectives and you score for achieving these weird little sub quests you know like these sub objectives that you mm. choose each turn the challenge though should be that those should still come at the like with risk the problem is is when you don't have to engage with your opponent because of them you've got your subquest yes it's it's saying like you're doing something that's not benefiting your army play you know like it's not benefiting killing your opponent or scoring objectives but also it's not engaging with your opponent at all so there's nothing for, there's no interactivity between you and them and that's unfortunately where we've got it. these like the sub quests have nothing to do with the main quest it's like it. you know when you it's you know what the example is it's when you're playing a game and it's like you must defeat the evil dragon lord blah 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 and then some dude's like i've got uh i need some berries 
need you to go pick berries for me. And yeah, like, we are doing side quests. We're doing side quests. Yeah. But 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 right, if if the side quest is like you've got to kill the dragon, and then someone's like, Hey, did you hear there's a, a sword that uh there's a dragon slaying sword in the thing, you're like, Oh, cool, this is a side quest related to the thing that I'm doing. Meanwhile, there's some dude being like, So the raspberries are red <laughs> and I need them. Like that's that's effectively what at the moment battle tactics feel slightly like to me, is like picking raspberries rather than or, you know, it's like if you kill, like killing the general, right, is equivalently being like, it's going to be easy to kill the dragon if you kill the general of his armies. You're like, that makes a lot of sense. Whereas Raspberry Dude's like, I'll give you a pie. Like, a, a pie? A pie to fight a dragon? They're like, yeah, man, dragon, throw it in his face. He'll be like, oh, no, pie in my face. What am I going to do? <laughs> what am oh. I going to do? What am I going to do? Uh, so, uh, yeah, Dan, thank you for going along this. This has been fun. Um, uh, like, it's been good. It's been good. I need to get that out of my chest because, like, it's a bit, it's a bit like, it feels just, it feels odd and a bit silly. Like, and and I, I want to go back to Killing Dragons. Sounds fun. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. We're here to kill dragons, not pick berries. That's the that that should be the well because the, that exists, like, right? That's principle that's, of battle tactics. That's D and D. That exists. Yeah, that exists. Yeah. Okay, and I don't play it's, that because I'm not so a nerd. Many, it's every RPG game you've ever played has like a there's rats in my basement, and and admittedly, I think it's even in Baldur's Gate, but it was very tongue in cheek, like poking fun at how stupid that is. Ooh. But I just dig that like you can be saving the world and someone's like i need someone to pick flowers for me uh and that's that's what what some of those battle tactics feel like at the moment definitely all right dan um when am i gonna what are you up to this week uh gosh just grinding away at uh, at working things and grinding away at this beast of chaos army uh like a like a me at a club just grinding artlessly to the beat okay all right well i hope you get it done that'd be really good for you i think oh, um, what about I you think, uh this week i'm gonna get back to making a bunch of videos i'm gonna put my head down i'm gonna finish reading dawnbringer's book one um mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna start reading dawnbringer's book two before i start reading uh the city sigma book i told you about my excitement about reading the city sigma book have i told you this story yet no go for it so I I got the the box last week and I and I was like mm. I busted the book open uh, on the train mm. sat on the train busted the book open first page if you, anyone knows the city's book you know what I'm talking about there's a there's a kind of like dark grim dark kind of like picture at the top of like the kind of it's like a headshot of a city's of Sigmar steel mm -hmm. helm right bit like all pencil drawing do you, and want me stuff. To, do you want me to grab it down no 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 it's fine it's fine like, okay but then and then that first page is just all like this is the reason we defend the realms mm. you know kind of like a statement and stuff and i was just like this is brilliant like he gave me those mm. goosebumps that i got when i first got into age of sigma um i was like oh i'm excited this is cool it felt relevant mm. it kept, felt real yeah. like and i've said this before like it's nice and grounded so that you know mm. when you read the other weird shit because Age of Sigmar yeah. is weird, like, yeah. but this this just gets to be normal, and you're like, cool, that's awesome. Yeah. And I just had a, I just had a, a about an hour reading the first half of that book, and I was like, Do you know what, what an exciting place. Like, uh, mm. I, I don't think I've picked up the books for a, a couple of years to like read the story. That's on me, uh, and so I, I want to really kind of throw myself in there. I want to 
like engender that love of the setting uh mm. not for the weird battle tactics though that's too weird no <laughs> Like, but that's the thing like once the as someone who has been following the story and the lore they've de- i feel like with this far, the, even the previous cities of sigma books they were like hammer hall is the city of banners and they've got all of this and blah 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 and for the first time i'm like no i i dig what it's like to be a mortal and to choose to venture out yes like because you know you're not you're not like uh, uh slaves to darkness worshiping a dark god hoping for ascendancy you know you're a regular human you have a short easy to lose life why do you choose to go out there like is it like for some it's desperation for some it's loyalty some it's, it's so many different things and i think that's wicked um and they've 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 given you i know it sounds dumb but they've given you a watermark for being a mortal in the realms yes which means that being anything else makes sense but if you don't have something to measure being an immortal space toad against it's hard to work out where an immortal space toad sits on the the scale 100 percent. yeah like I, i'm on board with that 100 percent. that's a great description thanks dan that rounds us off nicely if you've enjoyed the show boo, 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 comments and stuff uh thanks like and subscribe please support us on patreon thank you very much loads of love you can find us here every monday uh and see you guys soon